Hey guys, it's Danielle. Welcome back to another Pure Root Wellness Podcast, the show that discusses natural and holistic approaches for optimal health. So join me down the path towards finding the roots to your personal wellness. Hi guys, and welcome back to another Pure Root Wellness Podcast. Today the topic is going to be looking at a kind of common health ailment that I think a lot of people struggle with called fatigue. Uh, more specifically, kind of looking at chronic fatigue syndrome, which is clinically known as myalgic encephalomyelitis. So why am I so tired? Well, it's very difficult to diagnose this chronic fatigue syndrome due to just having so many different presenting symptoms. Thus, the kind of gold standard is having to rule out other conditions before kind of hanging your hat on a firm diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome. But the common symptoms do include the extreme fatigue that comes with it, um, malaise, which is just lethargy or feeling tired all the time, um, not really improving with bed rest. And clinically, these symptoms have to last for about six months and actually interfere with daily living. So what are the causes? I wish there was a slew or a list of just well-known causes, but unfortunately, a lot of the causes are unknown on why people develop chronic fatigue syndrome. There are many theories that CFS was triggered by a viral infection, so Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegaly virus, um, herpeviruses, overgrowth of Candida species, um, kind of based on the assumption that you know a chronic inflammatory process was causing your body to be fatigued all the time. Um, we can't not talk about, you know, some adrenal dysfunction being kind of the root cause of, you know, this fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome, autoimmune disorders, uh, could be plugged in there somewhere. And then hormonal changes can be a big part of it as well. The interesting thing is though, that many people report actually having flu-like illness and then the chronic fatigue syndrome soon followed. So it makes you truly wonder if, you know, a viral or, or, you know, overgrowth or infectious process was kind of the trigger that had the downstream effect of the chronic fatigue syndrome. So some physiologic causes, um, you know, when we do talk about chronic fatigue is, unfortunately, we have to talk a little bit about anatomy super, super fast. So when you talk about the adrenal glands, these are glands that actually sit on top of the kidneys. And they communicate with the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland, which is actually in the middle of the brain. When these organs communicate to one another, the brain actually releases hormones called corticotropin-releasing hormone. This then wakes up the pituitary gland, and that then sends out a message, the adrenal corticotropin hormone, which wakes up the adrenal glands and releases a steroid hormone called cortisol. So... You know, the cortisol is kind of the hormone that everyone is a little more familiar with um, when you talk about, you know, fight or flight response or, um, you know, when people talk about uh, I've been gaining weight, well, your cortisol levels may be, your hormonal levels may be off, off key, off balance. So all of these kind of little organs from the brain to the adrenal glands all communicate and tell your body exactly what it needs and when it needs it. Well, why does all this happen? This is important for sleep rhythms. You know, cortisol is highest in the morning and low at night um, during periods of stress. But 
it's interesting that, you know, the one common finding was hormone balance or adrenal insufficiency or adrenal burnout when we're talking about hormones that are depleted in people with chronic fatigue syndrome. So kind of coming from a roundabout way, all of these hormones, again, in the brain on top of the adrenals were, again, maybe not causatively depleted in people with chronic fatigue, but somehow potentially correlating these hormones with chronic fatigue syndrome. So there are some physiologic kind of processes that are happening that may explain why people develop chronic fatigue syndrome um, in, in disregarding if there was a viral exposure or not. So then people ask, well, how do I get more energy? Well, there's certain nutrients that actually can help improve symptoms, one being essential fatty acids. They actually may help block the release of inflammatory compounds in the body. And again, these are your omega-3 fatty acids, your good quality fish product, organic poultry, um, pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, all of those good uh, nutritional components that hold a lot of omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, B12 deficiency was actually associated with fatigue, um, whether it falls in you know, a reason for chronic fatigue syndrome, um, not 100%, you know, a again, a causation there, but um, having low B12 does, you know, create the symptom of fatigue. So really getting all of your B vitamins. Um, for me personally, using a B complex instead of just honing in on one specific type of B vitamin, um, you're just going to get more bank for your bunk. You might as well just sprinkle the entire B vitamin complex in um, for energy production. Uh, improving your immune system, again, with vitamin C is zinc. Um, you know, vitamin C fortifies the immune system. Zinc actually protects it from invaders. So improving that immune system allowing your body basically to not work as hard with a good hearty immune system. You know, these invaders were were prompted every single day, pretty much every single minute, second with invaders from the environment, um, you know, whether that be uh, pollen and dust and, and, you know, cat hair and things that touch our skin and our immune system needs to know what to do with that. So having that hearty and good robust immune system um, and supplementing that with vitamin C and zinc is something that can ultimately and indirectly help with your energy um, production. Magnesium. Um, magnesium is kind of one of those um, minerals that helps really with more sleep and kind of muscle aches. But the reality is if you're getting good quality sleep at night and, and having that adequate sleep-wake cycle, um, you're gonna be, your body's going to be more prompted and ready and optimized throughout the day to use that energy and utilize that energy. And then at nighttime, it's time to shut it down and heal and rest. So using magnesium really with sleep, any headaches or muscle ache um, issues can, again, indirectly help with your energy um, throughout the day or when you need to be awake, I should say. And then tryptophan, which is an amino acid, it actually converts in the brain to serotonin and helps combat insomnia that accompanies um, chronic fatigue syndrome. So what should you be eating then? Try it, right? The magnesium-rich foods, the amaranth, avocados, quinoa, sunflower seeds, again, um, the zinc, you're looking at almonds, beans, cashews, pumpkin seeds, and then the tryptophan. Uh, foods that are rich in tryptophan are bananas, peas, and spirulina, um, which are all good. So really, the key 
to finding the root cause if possible is what is going to guide you on what could be actually causing your chronic fatigue syndrome. And this is a multi-integrated approach to wellness, right? Um, There's not just a pill. There's not just a quick fix. It is incorporating every aspect of health, nutrition, food, supplements, um, you know, mental wellness, uh, physical wellness, everything to kind of put it all together in one big um, encompassing circle. So the integrated approach to wellness, again, cleaning up the diet to strengthen up the gut lining, optimizing your hormones and your thyroid is a big component of that as well. Um, there's a whole nother podcast on thyroid um, that you know I suggest you listen to that can also uh, be a big portion of the fatigue that you're feeling. Um, so I would encourage you to listen that, but strengthening the immune system again, the water, using water to flush your system, uh, really give your cells the necessary ability to um, metabolize and oxidize and just cleanse and flush out um, kind of toxins throughout the day. Exercising um, as tired as you are during chronic fatigue or having chronic fatigue syndrome. Exercising, obviously, again, will optimize that sleep, sleep-wake cycle and tell your body it's time to rest at this time, but I need energy at this time as well. So it sounds counterintuitive and it sounds like, you know, sometimes that's the last thing you want to do, but exercising in itself releases a lot of those good feeling hormones um, to kind of get you going and get you back on trap, track. And then again, the good sleep hygiene. Supplementally, um, you know, using certain supplements, again, besides nutrition, can help with chronic fatigue syndrome. D-ribose is a natural sugar that's actually used for cell energy. Um, Some people find that that can actually help promote and induce a little bit of, um, you know, an energetic proponent um, in their lifestyle. Coenzyme Q10, again, is another supplement used for energy production for cells, Um, ashwagandha is um, a really good herb that helps increase energy as well we talked about b12 and then l-carnitine which is a mitochondrial energy production Um, the only side effect i would say when supplementing with l-carnitine would be just be cautious too much is sometimes not better um, in lieu of just kind of some diarrhea properties that can <laughs> encompass that. So um, just being cognizant that you're not using a mass amount of L-carnitine, um, you know, if you are supplementing with that. And then NADH, it's actually a part of the energy pathway. This helps your body make energy from a cellular and kind of mitochondrial level. And it can contribute to the oxida- oxidation and cell processes Um, like glycolysis and helping with other oxidation of glucose. So basically using glucose and the energy that you are putting in from a nutritional standpoint and breaking that down and optimizing from a cellular kind of standpoint um, energy production. And then rhodiola is actually another kind of um, naturopathic and kind of herbal uh, product. It's a flower that's actually used to promote um, increased energy, stamina, strength, mental capacity. A lot of athletes have used it to improve their athletic performance, and it actually can help manage a little bit of anxiety and depression. Um, something else that kind of uh, I think encompasses having chronic fatigue syndrome and kind of each symptom of that playing off of one another. So rhodiola is actually a very um, pretty cool herb, like I said, that can help with that. 
And interestingly, there is a, um, you know, when I look at these topics, I go to clinicaltrial.gov a lot of times and see what the government is actually doing as far as um, our government is doing for clinical trials with a lot of these naturopathic kind of uh, medicines. And there actually is a clinical trial going on right now that includes nutraceutical therapy. It includes alpha-lipoic acid, L-carnitine, omega-3 fatty acid, and coenzyme Q10 along with a multivitamin. And they're trying to figure out whether therapy that's actually been shown to be beneficial for mitochondrial diseases is also beneficial for chronic fatigue syndrome in certain patients. So, um, you know, there are definitely a lot of useful properties for, you know, the supplements and dietary changes that can help um, with chronic fatigue syndrome or even generalized fatigue as well. And I encourage you to just kind of investigate for yourself, um, you know, try a couple of these supplements out, and hopefully this will give you a little bit of um, relief, if not helping to get to the core and the root of why your fatigue or chronic fatigue syndrome is um, occurring. I hope this was helpful, and I hope you all are well and be well. Thanks for listening to another Pure Root Wellness Podcast. To learn more about ways to optimize your health using nutritional and supplemental support, visit my website at purerootwellness.net, where you'll find more videos and links regarding holistic approaches to your nutrition, supplement knowledge, and health topics. Be well, friends. The content distributed in this podcast is intended for informational purposes only 